You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. Let's talk about how to streamline your approach, how to take the next step in making your future business easier to navigate. And very specifically, I wanted to talk you through how to think about using your website as kind of this center point in your business, your center point in how to streamline your approach, particularly from a sales and a marketing perspective. I think one of the kind of biggest, I would say like misnomers that I had early on, one of the blunders was thinking about our website as this, okay, well, I'm going to sit down today, feel all the frustration and annoyance and get it up. And then I'll be able to kind of just sit back and it'll all just sort itself out. But I wanted to kind of talk you through some of the big aha moments I have had over the past few years and use this podcast as a way to show you how you can streamline your approach, but also how simple it can be. And I know for so many of us, like myself included, (laughs) websites, it's like, (laughs) I don't want to, don't make me. And then the alternative of, you know, either paying for an all singing, all dancing platform or paying for some fancy design company to come in and sort it out for you. It brings up all sorts of emotions, all sorts of variations of nausea. And one of the things I've noticed, one of the things I've really been paying attention to is on YouTube, when you're watching YouTube videos, you get fed up ads from companies that align with what they think you're interested in. And I think for all of us, because of the nature of our search habits and how they're able to pick up on kind of literally who we are. They know more about us than we know about ourselves. (laughs) But then I notice I am constantly fed up ads from Shopify and Squarespace. And the other day I actually sat and watched this Shopify ad and I realized that the ad itself is compounding the problem for floral designers because their greatest advantage from both a Shopify and a Squarespace point of view is that they can sell you the promise that they make it simple because it is very out of the box and you don't need to worry about hosting. You don't need to worry about this. It's just like plug and play, just upload a few pictures and you can be sorted for e-commerce within a few clicks. Like that's literally their proposition. And then we floral designers think, okay, that's amazing. These guys are here to help us. And then we get what we think is like 80% of the way through the process. And we're like, oh, right. Well, now I need to figure out how to integrate a fucking delivery day picker. (laughs) I need to create some sort of custom card message so that my customers can actually write a card message. And some of the tech subtleties around the fact that the recipient isn't ever the same person who's ordering the flowers. I mean, maybe what, like 1% of the time. And if you're offering subscriptions, totally different kind of tech flow to work through. And if you're selling wedding flowers online, again, other considerations. 
And it's so easy for us to stay stuck in frustration and irritation and think that we as the user, right, we trying to navigate Shopify and Squarespace on our own, that we are doing something wrong. And for many of us, right, it perpetuates the very well-crafted narrative of I'm not good with technology. Because even, right, if we kind of imagine a whiteboard for a second, and on one side of the whiteboard, we write, I'm not good with technology. And the experience that you're going through is you signed up for what is sold as a simple solution to websites, and it's not working the way that you need it to work for your flower business, your brain is going to perpetuate the belief that I'm not good with technology. I'll never be able to make this work. But here's the thing. There are some very intricate details that we floral designers need to sort through. (laughs) It's like, it's why there is this emerging group of website platform providers within the floral design industry because there's some very specific systems, processes, tech integration that is required within our business. And they aren't necessarily offered out of the box with a Shopify or a Squarespace solution. Now, just to put it out into the world, I'm going to tell you guys, I am a huge advocate for WordPress. It is my number one recommended platform. The biggest hurdle to overcome is the fact that that initial setup isn't as straightforward. I should say it doesn't appear as straightforward as the Shopify or the Squarespace or the Wix solution. I have put a YouTube video together on it because I am such a huge advocate for the WordPress solution because the benefit with WordPress is it's like out of the box SEO checklist optimization process, which is really important for floral designers. And it makes it so simple and so straightforward. But also Everything on WordPress is then about being able to add layers or being able to add plugins. And you can do so much of that without the extended cost that Shopify or Squarespace asks you to pay from a monthly perspective. And everybody gets to make their own decision within their business. So I'm going to give you full permission. If you love your website platform, if you feel like you're making progress, you're figuring it out, you stick with it. If you're new and you're trying to sort through all of the different solutions, I will advocate and tell you that WordPress is a little bit of toil and trouble in the beginning, but the payoff is phenomenal in the end. And I think where I got myself into like this spiral of frustration is that from the outside, building a website should be so straightforward. And I know you've heard me talk about how your website is your most important business asset. It's your most valuable system and process that you create within your business. And it seems so straightforward, right? Oh, I just need some pretty pictures. And then I get it up on my website. And you're like, well, where are all my orders? Kathleen said that this is the most important thing. And now I'm not getting the orders. (laughs) So we like perpetuate the frustration. And when I first made our first iteration of a little bird website, got so sucked into the prettiness of some of the templates And I know so many floral designers do exactly what I did, where we like kind of scroll over to, well, I need a portfolio website or I need something that might be similar to a photographer, right? Because none of the do-it-yourself website platforms pitch themselves for florists, or if they do, they've kind of missed the mark. But this idea of the templates that we buy, like when we look at the templates that come with our websites... You buy it and then you're pulling your hair out trying to sort out all the freaking images because the images that come with your templates 
either you don't have access to or have nothing to do with flowers. <laughs> and if you're like me and you sit there and you're like, I hate looking at pictures of my own work. This is awful. It's not good enough. I'm a failure. I'm going to quit. And we all know how that goes. <laughs> and then on top of it, we have to sort out all of the words and what do I say and the multiple pages. And we get to the point where we just want to get something up and we just want to get something out into the world. We kind of push, 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 and we want to throw our computer across the room and we really want to just like tear our hair out and it really kind of pushes all of our buttons in terms of extreme frustration and our brain wanting to come back to the I'm not good enough I can't figure this out and before you know it you've pushed live on this website and you don't ever want to look at it again like it makes you cringe and it brings up all of the frustration and annoyance that you experienced in getting it published in the first place. So you're like, no, thank you. I don't want to relive that. <laughs> it's like sitting down for a high school exam. Oh, hey, do you want to come back and just experience that feeling again? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> and then you kind of let a little bit of time pass, right? You fast forward a few weeks or months and you're like, I'm not getting enough orders or the orders that I'm getting are all super low value or I'm getting a handful of inquiries, but they're just not aligning to, you know, the kind of work I want to be doing. And then we use the idea that I'm sitting here and telling you that your website is the most important piece of the puzzle. And you like use those words against you as if I'm not smart enough to figure this out. I'm not good enough to figure this out. But the truth is, my friends, your flower business website is complicated. There are some very specific nuances, and we need to ask our website to do a lot, which requires quite a few layers of technology, quite a bit of strategy, and quite a bit of like sifting through all of the possibilities to come up with the right solution. It's one of the reasons that inside of the Flower Boss Bootcamp, we literally provide for you a replica website. And then here's all of the words that you need to put on each page. And here is the exact like layouts that you need to follow. And here's some shortcuts in terms of finding images. And here is how you need to set up your navigation and your flow, like to really help you take the guesswork out of what your website should look like so that you are hitting the mark. And even like, I know a couple of you guys have been like, are you ever going to do like a Google AdWords course as a standalone thing? And it's like, well, I can't, like, I can't give you the Google AdWords unless you know the strategy behind setting up your online catalog, because you could be spending thousands of dollars on Google ads and your ads could be good enough, but it could be your online catalog that's not aligning with the way that customers shop. That's why, like when you sign up to the Flower Boss Bootcamp and you go into the study vault and you look at how much is in there, you're like, Oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed because I am on a mission. <laughs> like, I don't want you to have to go through the four and a half years of pushing shit uphill to get to the point where it's actually working for you. <laughs> so it is literally all in there, my friends, and it's all within the study vault. But I wanted to take some time and talk you through the thought process for your website. And if you are a new floral designer and you haven't even thought about getting your website sorted, this podcast is so perfect because it'll really help set the foundation and give you the roadmap in terms of what to focus on. And if you're a floral designer who hasn't looked at their website in a long time and you know it's something that you need to kind of put through on your list of 
shit to do in 2022, I want to give you like my five part framework to help you really evaluate your website and make sure that it's pointing in the right direction. And as I said before, our entire website strategy is inside that study vault within the Flower Boss Bootcamp. So for those of you guys who are in the program, we go into all of this in much more detail and we give you the exact words, the exact how, the exact step-by-step to make it even easier for you. So as long as you're following the system and the process that we outline within the Flower Boss Bootcamp, this will make so much sense to you. But I also think it's really helpful to come at this from a very strategic and intentional point of view. Because when we first started sorting through our website, I kind of thought it was this set it and forget it idea. Like, okay, great. I'm going to sit down now and sort out my website. And then I won't have to think about this for forever again. A little bit like if you're signing a lease for a shop, you're going to sign a lease for like a year, two years, three years, and then the options to extend. And you don't need to go back and like relook at your lease every week or every month. But that's something that we need to do within the floral design business because in our business, in our industry, there's new customers finding out about your business every single day. So it's not this set it and forget it concept. It's, okay, how can I continue to tweak and refine and make sure that this website is working for my business? And I love to think of our website as almost like an Android virtual assistant or In lieu of hiring staff, where could our website do some more of the heavy lifting? And I think one of the ways that our websites can really pay off is when we're in that uncertainty around our pricing, when we're lacking confidence around our pricing and we're scared to say some of those, you know, in quotes, bigger numbers, The beautiful thing about your website, particularly from a sales point of view, is it has no judgments about your customer's ability to pay. (laughs) Like your website has no money stories. It has no, oh, my customers don't want to pay that much or my clients don't want to spend that much on their wedding. It's literally like, here's the data, here's some information and here's the checkout form. (laughs) So really embracing the fact that your website is this kind of perfect, clean selling resource that you have within your business. And the most important thing to think about when it comes to your website is I want you to think about it like building a house. There is a lot of detail to think through and there is ongoing maintenance required, right? When you build a house and own a house, you have an obligation to continue to upkeep that asset. And I'm going to tell you, I have never built a house from scratch and I don't think I ever want to because the idea for me is just like way too much overwhelm in terms of the number of decisions that need to be made. But I do feel like building a house, building a website, so incredibly similar because in both instances, you have like 15,000 things to think about, 923 decisions to make along the way. And at the end of the day, You are creating an asset within your business that has very tangible resale value. Like all of the energy and effort that you're putting into your website and your systems that link into your website is of actual like market value so that you can go out there and you could on sell your business. Even if you're a work from home, I have a cute little studio that's actually my kitchen counter. (laughs) 
But your website and your systems that go with that, the inquiry process, the online catalog, your Google AdWords program, your SEO strategy, all of that is actually an incredibly valuable part of your business is ranked of market value and actually has a resale value associated with it. One of the best things that you can do for yourself is to really come back to basics and simplify your approach. I get so wrapped up in the like, I just want to hurry up and get it done that I really kind of crunch through that middle bit and I lose sight of what the heck the whole point is. (laughs) And when we can think about our website, like building a house, your house might end up being massive, right? You might add on an extension here. You might then add on a back garden here, or you might add on a balcony here, but you get to take it one step at a time. And when you go through and decorate your house, when you go through and sort through the architecture of your house, you're only going to take it one room at a time. You get to set the foundation, get the infrastructure sorted, and then take it from there. I love this idea of using the visual of building a house the same way that we're going to sort through our website. And remember, creating a website that reflects the vibe and the ambition of your brand takes time because you are learning how to communicate in a different medium. And there is a huge amount to learn and a tremendous amount of detail. And this really is a time where you get to practice patience and perseverance. And remember, when you hit a roadblock, when you feel frustrated and want to throw the computer across the room, you're doing it right. Now, I'm going to tell you, I am not a professional website builder. Every single thing that I have learned about SEO, websites, checkout processes, online payment systems, like every single thing to do with websites, I've learned by Googling it and looking it up on YouTube and a huge amount of trial and error. I have not taken a single course on how to build websites. (laughs) I've literally just had to make it up as I go. But there are some amazing strangers on the internet who have taught me some amazing WordPress related tips. And there is so much good learning out there on YouTube in particular. So if you ever get stuck on something to do with your platform, jump onto YouTube or jump on to Google and literally type in how to insert your problem, the name of your platform, go in, find the video with the most views and just start there. That's literally how I have figured out (laughs) like everything that I teach you within the website masterclass and within setting up your online catalog. It's like, yeah, that was Kathleen just spending hours upon hours upon hours Googling shit, putting it into work for ourselves, seeing the results, coming back, changing it, (laughs) updating it again, and constantly iterating it, right? Over months and months and months. So with my mission of just trying to get you to the point of getting results faster, cutting through the confusion and making sure it's really clear for you in terms of what actually matters, I think there's so much to be gained from just reframing how you approach your website. So I want to talk you through the five layers of your website, and some of them are super obvious, but I want to spend a bit of time going through the three that actually matter the most. So the five layers of your website and the first one, which is the one that we all love the most, is just the overall aesthetic and the vibe, right? So this is the same thing in terms of if we were building a house, colors, carpet, hardwood, finishings. Are we going to tile here? Are we going to put laminate here? What color are we going to paint the outside? What kind of roofing system are we going to use? Is it going to be a fence out front? Is there going to be a timber fence or is it going to be some sort of like metal fence? 
all of that just like superficial paint by number colors. So that's the first layer. And then the second layer, which is pretty obvious, is the content, right? This is like all the furniture that's in our house, all the words that are on your page, the pictures that you use, like the actual content that fills each of the boxes within each of the pages of your website. So those two layers are very self-explanatory and very obvious. And it's very easy for us to get sucked into a website template that is like a certain aesthetic or vibe. And then if you're like me, you go and build your own version of it and you get so frustrated. (laughs) Because we also have to think through the content, right? We have to think through the images that we use and that headline and what am I going to say on my about me page and what is the description for my online catalog product and how do I promote Mother's Day, all of that stuff. So the aesthetic and the vibe and the content. But there are three more layers that in most cases actually need to feel invisible to your customers, but take way more intention from our point of view. So there is the actual strategy that you use on your website. There is the tech that you use on your website. And then there is the overall flow and navigation of your website. So when it comes to thinking about the why behind the strategy that we're using and really understanding like how and where does your website or specific pages of your website, where do they fit into your customer journey? And quite literally, I love to think of our website as a virtual shop front. And we have customers who are going to just walk by and look at the pretty window display. We've got somebody who's going to come in and has a question. We've got somebody who wants to talk to somebody about either placing an order or wedding flowers or signing up for a subscription or asking about workshops, like really starting to understand that there is a lot of strategy that goes into sorting out our website. And it's not just about the aesthetic and the vibe or the content and understanding that Our website has the equivalent of like the architecture's blueprints, the house plans, the thinking on paper and really understanding your customer's sales process. And I think this is where your website can really be taken to the next level because we get to add more layers and add more nuance to it and you get to add complexity to it all with the point of taking the pressure off of the human resources within the business. So Back in 2014, when we set up the first version of the Little Bird website, we didn't even have online ordering capability. All I knew how to do at that point in time was to set up a contact form where they could enter their name, email address, phone number, and an inquiry would come through. I'd literally pick up the phone and I would then take the order details. Then over time, as I started to understand more about sales and marketing, and I started to be able to learn the technology associated with it, and I will say more easier solutions became available to us online, that I started to get myself into the space of even being able to set up an online catalog. And now I look back and I realize, oh, we were literally like writing out and creating the architect's blueprints as we went. And this is really about understanding the overlap between sales and marketing and recognizing that that is where a lot of the Shopify and Squarespace templates let us down from a floral design perspective, because they don't know some of the subtleties and some of the nuances within our industry. If you've ever gone through the process of trying to set up an online catalog, 
And you kind of hit the wall at the checkout process because you realize that the person ordering and the person delivering is two completely different addresses and you need to, by default, have it set so that there is a delivery address, but that you also capture the customer's details because there's two different people. Shopify and Squarespace out of the box are set up to make it easy for people who sell t-shirts and <laughs> shoes and journals and notebooks and cute stickers and earrings and whatever it is that somebody might sell, where in most cases, the majority of people who are ordering t-shirts, shoes, notebooks, the people who are ordering that product is the same person who is going to receive it. It's the exception to the rule that it's a gift. But from a floral design perspective, the exact opposite is true. So that one detail then makes the checkout process infinitely more complicated for us. Plus, we also need to make sure that we've integrated the delivery date picker because our customer doesn't just want flowers delivered at some point in the unknown future. They're expecting it to be delivered on a specific day. And again, that's another subtlety that isn't like other industries. And then the whole thing about a card message. <laughs> and it's like, Oh, so Shopify is pitching these things out of the box and making it really simple for us. And then we go in there and we're like, this is so fucking hard. <laughs> so I'm here to tell you, you're not doing anything wrong. But it's just recognizing that there is a very complicated, intricate level of thinking that we need to go through in sorting out our website, which is why I'm like, you sit down and do this thinking once and it will forever continue to pay off for you. Better yet, you sign up to the Flower Boss Bootcamp and you get access to all the templates and the tools and the specific step-by-step -step and you will fast track your progress so much because of the resources that are provided just within the study vaults of this program. So really understanding that there is a very specific strategy to follow when it comes to floral design website setup. The second thing to think through, and this is where things get complicated, is the technology. And I like to think about this, like if you were building a house, this is all the beams and the infrastructure that sits behind the walls that just make the house stand up effortlessly. <laughs> like it's really unsexy, but the engineering that goes into whether it's that open plan concept or that oversized window or the double doors, and it's really boring right? It's like, where is that support post going to go? And which way does this door need to open? And how many circuits can I have to navigate that level of power and wattage or whatever the heck it's called? Like how many lights and how many outlets can I actually have on this one kind of circuit breaker within the infrastructure of my house? It's all the stuff that we don't ever see, but it is like how your house operates and how it's so easy to live within your house. And this is where things like responsiveness of your website, the entire online checkout process, your integration between your contact form and Dubsado and HoneyBook, or linking in your Instagram feed so that you don't need to worry about continually updating images, and even things like search engine optimization. I do put that in the category of technology because it's a very functional response to the Google algorithm. And all of these details are so important because we can build a website that is basically like a static brochure, but we will lose customers because our customer's expectation, particularly now in 2022, is that it is a seamless one-stop shop solution. 
the way that Amazon has trained us and even like Uber Eats and getting your groceries delivered and online shopping for clothes and books, like this familiarity that more and more humans are having of being able to go through these experiences, be self-sufficient within this experience is being pushed into the floral design industry. So for so long, our industry has kind of been behind the times because it's only ever been like the relay networks that have had a really strong online presence. And now we have to get all of these individual small business creative entrepreneurs leveling up because no longer is having a shop front kind of a guarantee for success given the explosion of consumer behavior online. And that's true with wedding inquiries. That's true with delivering flowers and subscriptions. It's even getting more true with workshops. Like our customers' appetite for online commerce is continuing to grow, which is requiring us as business owners to up-level our understanding and embrace the idea that we do have to learn about this technology. And even if you're a floral designer who's asking somebody else and having somebody else build your website, knowing how these things work, knowing the systems and the processes, and understanding how you could provide even better solutions to your clients is so incredibly important. So even if you aren't the person responsible for your website, as the business owner, you do have a responsibility for understanding how it works and how it works within your overall sales and marketing strategy. And then the third thing, and this is one that I totally overlooked. So I wanted to kind of raise a giant flag with it because it is so impactful to your customer experience and actually can help you make more money, but it's easy for us to completely ignore it. And that is the flow and navigation of your website experience. It's like once you open the front door of this house that you've built, is it clear kind of where one room ends and another one begins? What's the natural flow of traffic? If somebody needed to find the bathroom, is that obvious? If somebody needed to find the kitchen sink, is that obvious? Where should the toilets be? Where is the master bedroom? What orientation is the kitchen? Like the things that we take for granted in a very well-designed house. It's the same experience on your website because you do want it to feel effortless. And the real secret here is putting yourself in your customer's shoes and thinking through, okay, they've never done this before. Is it obvious where to go first and then where to go next? Is it obvious how to place an order? Is it obvious how to check out? Am I making this unnecessarily difficult? Am I making this complicated? Am I making this hard? And this is one area that I really love to suggest that you have a trusted friend or family member go and look at and somebody who will actually give you valuable feedback not somebody who's like oh honey it's so pretty it's like no <laughs> i need you to look at this and i need you to tell me where it gets hard i need you to tell me where it gets complicated i need you to like be an actual paying customer it's such a valuable experience to go through because sometimes we can't see what we can't see and we get so sucked into like, oh, thank fucking God, I finally got the orientation or the alignment of that font and that headline. I cannot stand looking at this anymore. <laughs> That's what I do. And I'm like, I don't want anybody else's opinion right now. Thank you. But it really is so helpful to have an outsider's pair of eyes because you and I look at our websites so often. So when it comes to really thinking about your website, come back to the fact that there are five pieces of it. Obviously, the aesthetic and the vibe, and then the content, so the words and the images, 
And then there's really understanding the right strategy to follow when you're setting up your navigation and the pages and the flow of your website. Then there's the technology involved in actually being able to deliver a seamless customer experience. And then there is the flow and navigation from your customer's perspective. And even things like I kept getting caught out on the fact that more than half of the visitors to our website are on their phone. And because most of us will design our website either on our laptop or a desktop, and then the template that we've got will just automatically adjust it to the phone. But if we haven't gone through and looked at it on a phone and seen what that checkout process looks like on a phone, there could be a pretty significant drop off. So I kept getting caught out on that one, which is why I like I love coming back and remembering that because you learn these things as you go. And it's this constant iterative experience. So when it comes to really thinking about how you can use your website to streamline the approach in your business, I want you to think about this much more holistically. And I want you to think about your website as being the like linchpin or the gear or the fulcrum between your customer and easier fulfillment. And it's never going to be to the point where it's going to be totally like hands off necessarily because you still have to actually design the flowers and deliver them or plan the flowers and do the work for the wedding, right? There's always going to be that hands-on aspect of it. But this idea of thinking about how else can we streamline our systems and our approach by using our website and technology to the benefit of our business. And this is really the thought process and the why in terms of, for you guys who are inside of the Flower Boss Bootcamp and you see how many resources we provide you guys in terms of how to educate your customers, it's because of this thinking, right? We came back to, oh, wow, it started from a wedding perspective, this idea that our clients kept coming to us with these just dumb budgets. (laughs) Like, I don't understand how you think you can get these archways and these ceiling installations and table styling for 120 people for $2,000. So it started there. And it started going like out of my frustration and impatience of having to educate every customer that came our way. I was like, oh, okay, we're going to change things up. And we're going to proactively provide resources on our website. We're going to write a handful of blog posts. We're going to sort through FAQs. We even get to the point of creating the budget calculator and the availability guides all in response to seeing the opportunity and the need for our customer. But recognizing having a page that says like wedding florist Chicago is a good start, right? If it's optimized from an SEO point of view and it's really like elevated with your brand and you like the flow of it and it looks good and it looks professional and there's no typos and it looks good on desktop and it looks good on mobile is a great start. But your customer evaluation process goes deeper than that. So even before they get to the inquiry form, I am a huge fan of vetting your customers and teaching them how to think about sorting through flowers for their own wedding. And I do all of that in the upfront part before they even can find the inquiry form. So this idea of writing just a handful of blog posts to give them the information around what their budget will get them for their wedding. And or what are some of your favorite flowers through the four key seasons of the year? That list of frequently asked questions is one of the greatest resources that you will have in your business. And then even if you take it so far as to actually have the budget calculator, it's like all of these things, all of these layers came from this constant iterative process. And 
Kathleen wanting to stop wasting time (laughs) doing so many back and forth with clients. So if you feel like you're kind of wasting all this time, if you're feeling really inefficient with your systems and processes, go for a walk. Next time you're in the car, turn the radio off, like turn the podcast off and really think about like, what could I do that could be a forever piece of content on my website that could help solve this problem for my customers now and forever? And just take it one step at a time. Because every customer that comes your way, like the beautiful thing is if one person asks the question, you know that another hundred customers really want to know about it. And we would even from like a daily flower delivery perspective, we wrote blog posts on how to care for orchids and how to care for cyclamen and our favorite spring blooms and what's a good thing to send for sympathy. Like any time our customers had questions, we would put it on the list of, we should write a blog post about that so that we could then come back. A, you can talk about that stuff on Instagram, save it to your highlights and link it in as just helpful resources. But B, if people do ask, if they're on your website, two things are going to happen. One, they're going to be like, oh my God, these people are so incredibly helpful. I did have that question. I did want to know what's a good thing to send for a sympathy arrangement. But two, it automatically really garners way more trust because they just see you as the expert. And it's something that takes time, but it's this constant payoff. So I like to do it in cases where I feel like I'm being asked the same questions over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. (laughs) Start with the obvious ones. Start with the ones that you're like, ah, this question again. (laughs) And then think about what could I do on my website to help really alleviate the need for you to continually come back and answer that question again and again and again. These extra add-ons are what really actually makes your website so incredibly powerful. And it's even better than hiring a virtual assistant and it's better than hiring another staff member. And you have this like perpetual permanent payoff for yourself because people stop coming to you with these questions because you're making it really easy for them to find their answers on their own. And this is what is one of my favorite ways to separate yourself from the competition. I truly believe she who is the most helpful makes the most money. That was the strategy that we followed in our tiny itty bitty footprint with, I think, like a hundred floral designers there and Kathleen and Sloan walking in with their weird ass accents, not knowing a thing about flowers going, we're going to figure this out. And just realizing like our customers are so hungry for information that you can single handedly separate yourself from the competition by actually being helpful. Like everybody always asks me, it's like, how did you kind of like break through? And how did you get your business like on the radar? I was like, oh, I just did the exact opposite that you see within our industry. Where everybody else is keeping it so secretive, I'm just going to double down and actually answer their questions. Yeah. The mom comes into the shop and asks, how do I make that archway? I'm like, oh, here, here are the 9,000 things you want to think about. (laughs) Don't ever be surprised if your clients then come back and go, oh, I don't want to do that work. (laughs) It's such a smart strategy. But it also requires us to embrace the discomfort because it's not how floral designers show up in the world, right? We like to kind of keep all the secrecy behind closed doors because we're so worried about what the competition is going to do with our secrets. (laughs) It's so fun to just totally play a different game. So my friends, hopefully this is helpful. But remember, the most important lesson to think about is that your website is never finished. So come join us inside of the Flower Boss Bootcamp and really get the foundation sorted. 
get it to the point where it's going to make it so much easier to navigate the next phase of your business growth. And you get access to exactly what to say on each page on your website, how to set up your online catalog, the product descriptions to use on your online catalog, the pricing strategy to follow in your online catalog, how to set up Google AdWords, the SEO approach that you have to take, our entire wedding inquiry system and process. It's like fucking outrageous, the value that we offer in this program. But it's because I'm like, I don't want you guys to have to keep like struggling through all of this for as long as we did. I want you to just have the tools that you need to make real measurable progress in your business. So come join us inside of the Flower Boss Bootcamp and you get access to all of it. Plus we do weekly live coaching, weekly live Q&A, the most amazing community of human beings on the planet, my friends. Okay, let's get to work. Embrace the discomfort of getting your website sorted and know that it's okay if it's frustrating. Your business will be better off if you continue to embrace the frustration. Have the most amazing day, my friends. Drive safe. Talk to you soon.